Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Last Life podcast. This is my weekly gaming podcast where we use this one life to explore amazing worlds and discuss all things video games related. Tune in every week for new episodes and to support this show, please subscribe, comment and rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. You can email me any questions at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. All the various social media links, including the email, will also be in the description. I, I feel like this is the first thing we need to start off because it's just huge. Everyone's talking about it right now, and that is New World. So first topic of the day, New World has become the biggest game of 2021. And the way it's going, I, I won't be surprised if it just keeps beating more and more records. It's just kind of like the new Valheim. Except like with Valheim, at least there was this Minecraft element to it where it was more of like, okay, kind of build your own adventure kind of a thing. Whereas, you know, New World is the way it's being touted is that it is an MMO, even though technically it's not an MMO. So obviously I'll, I'll start off by kind of giving a brief description of this game itself. So New World is a game made by Amazon Studios uh, using their Lumberjack engine. I think that's what it's called. And I think it was supposed to come out a while back and it got delayed. They did a few betas and stuff like that. But basically, the main thing about this one was that, first of all, it's an MMO. Second, there is no monthly subscription tied to it, which is great. And the other thing also is that it costs, in Canada, it's $49.99. So I'm, I'm assuming that's like $39 USD. So it, the other thing was that it also doesn't cost like a, a full game, even though it is technically a full game. So there was there's a lot of things going for it already. In terms of setting, it's kind of like, like I, I guess it's high fantasy. It has like this, you know, almost Valheim slash medieval vibes slash, you know, the Witcher. Like it's just like a, a really a, a cool combination of like different kinds of worlds. And, you know, there's magic, but there's also like sword fighting and there's, this undead which is kind of zombie looking thing and they're called the lost so obviously like into the story i'm not going to go too too deep into the story because i myself have played only like a little bit i'm kind of i'm slowly kind of getting into it but the main thing is that it is an mmo it's a third person action game and when i mean that i mean that it's an actual third person action game but as an mmo so that was usually the, the biggest issue that i had with mmos was you would go to an you would do to the mission and it's not like the missions are any better in this. I'll, I'll always talk about that. But you you do mission, you go to an area, you have to kind of take, take on hordes of enemies and you're just kind of spamming like one or two or three or if you're playing on a keyboard or whatever, right? You're just pressing one or two or three and just kind of waiting, right? This one, it takes a more action-based approach. Like you, have, if you're playing with sword and shield, you have a sword, you have a shield, you have a dodge roll. So you're you know blocking, you're dodging, you're hitting and you're kind of, it's almost like Dark Souls-ish that way. Um, and the combat is definitely quite fun. Like it is, there is a feedback. Like when you hit an enemy, there's a feedback that you get. I, I, this was one thing that I would talk about with uh, Souls games, especially Sekiro. Like when, when an enemy takes a hit, the feedback that you get is what kind of makes you keep going. It, it makes you go like, okay, I want to get better at this because that feeling of like being able to kind of like dodge all these times and get that perfect hit in, it like, it kind of like, you know, has like a, this feedback loop in your brain. And that's kind of what I've noticed with this. There is like a good feedback system of when you hit an enemy, what that does. The other thing, other thing that I love that is, is the music. The music is, is just great. Like I, I was surprised because I was like, okay, like it'll just be like, you know, the most generic fantasy style music or whatever. 
but it's actually really, really nice to the point that I'm like, I need to find the, you know, the, the soundtrack so I can kind of listen to it when I want to just like relax or something. But like it, the music is really, really great. At the same time, I don't know, I'm just gonna go, I went straight into the pros. So I guess this is like my pros section for this game, but combat music, really, really great. Kind of sets it apart in that sense. I mean, music wise, Final Fantasy 14 is still the best in my opinion, but still the music was quite great. The other thing that I really like about this game is the exploration. There's something about the exploration in this game, which kind of makes it feel more like The Witcher rather than a regular MMO. So you, when you're walking around, there is this, you know, like, I guess there's like not a lot of loading screens in between areas. It just seems like a sandbox where you can just kind of go around and you can, like, if you see something, you're going to go there. And that, of course, is great. At the same time, it does have like, you know, random question marks and stuff like that. On the map, you can go check it out. It might like be like a new thing to explore or or experience. So it, it is really, really great that way. And, you know, you're, you are kind of like being told that, hey, go explore, do your thing. You don't need to just kind of go down the critical path. The idea is that, you know, it's like you're, you're enjoying, you're doing your own thing. You can join factions and based on, I, I don't know what exactly, maybe based on how many people are in a faction and how many missions they're doing and like the points and XP they're racking, you're able to take control of land and that land will obviously be highlighted on the map that, hey, this land is basically controlled by this faction. And this is more important if you enable PvP, which you can do at any point. So in my case, I never do that. I just stick with PvE because I just want to experience the game right now. But you can do PvP and there's like different modes and everything like that. But basically different factions can start warring with one, one another, which is really cool as well. So that's like another element about this game that I really like that they just kind of added to it, right? To just kind of give, just give it a little bit more, give it something else. And so far, like all those pros are definitely pushing me forward. It's, it's making me want to continue playing this game. Now, in terms of cons, I definitely want to talk about some of the things that I feel like I was hoping wouldn't be, I, I was hoping it wouldn't be like this, but it is, unfortunately. The biggest one, of course, is repetitive missions. Like we, I've seen this for Final Fantasy XIV, um, although I have not made it past A Realm Reborn, so maybe it gets better in the following expansion. But even in Final Fantasy XIV, I have noticed that there are a lot of repetitive, uh, repetitive missions where it's like, go here, talk to this person, pick these things up, bring it back here, go there, talk to this person. Like, it's just like very repetitive in that sense. And, you know, as you can add as much dialogue or story elements in between in like text or whatever, but it will never be, you know, it'll never kind of compare to, a, you know, proper cutscenes or proper stories in that sense of like, even if it's a cutscene, like it, there just needs to be something to it, right? But even if you're like, okay, just go here and deliver this to that person. If there's something behind what you're delivering, if there's something behind that full story, it would make sense. In a lot of cases, it is more of like this, okay, just do this quest so you can up your XP and I'll give you a new one. And then basically get your get yourself up to this level and then I'll give you like a big main chunk story kind of a thing. So it is it is very similar like that. I mean, even, even with game like Destiny, or Final Fantasy XIV, World of Warcraft, you know, it's very similar in that sense. So I, I did, I did want to give like a warning that, yeah, like this is kind of how it is. Um, I'm again, I have, I've, and I obviously talk about another con as to why I'm always saying that I'm not hundred percent sure if it continues like this, it might get better. Um, but the other thing is that the story hasn't really grabbed me. Initially, it it had a cool idea that. You know, there's like this island, basically, like I'll just give like a very brief description of the, of the story, I guess, because I, again, like, I don't want to, you know, talk too much about it because 
Who, like it's so popular. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming anyone that's listening or a lot of you that are listening are interested in checking this out and seeing it for your for, for yourself uh, for the first time. But the but the main thing is that there's like this island that people get sucked into for whatever reason, like when they're like traveling or whatever, or some people are going there to explore. And then basically you can't leave. At the same time, you can't die in that island. However, there are some people that turn into the lost or like this undead version of them. And we don't know why at the moment. And that's kind of like the brief story. Like basically you're there, you're just trying to figure out there's like other people there, which is why it's like an MMO. It's like, hey, there's all the people that got sucked in here. And like, you know, like that's it. And it's kind of going like that. And although that sounds like a cool premise initially, like at the moment, it like hasn't, you know, I haven't really gotten to a point where I'm like, oh, wow, this story is like really pulling me in. So far, it's just the combat and just, you know, that, that's that feedback loop of like, sometimes you just want to go in and just play for a bit. That feedback loop is what's kind of uh, keeping me going. So maybe I'll get better. Who knows, right? I'll, I'll definitely keep updating on that. Now, the thing that I was talking about as to why I can't fully commit to saying that, you know, the story hasn't grabbed me and I'm, I'm not sure if it gets better. The reason I said that is because it is sometimes nearly like just impossible to get into this game. So if you want to play this game, let's say you're done with work at five, you, you want to play this game at six or like, or like whenever, 5.30. The thing is that like the queues right now are just so huge. They're so, because the game is so popular. So, so like sometimes around this time, I'm obviously going to be jumping into my servers that are in the East Coast, which obviously means that everyone in the East Coast is finishing work at this time. So that means everyone is logging in. And what that does is you get put into a queue to enter your world. The other thing, of course, I feel like a lot of people knew this about MMOs, but I didn't, is that when you create a character, you, you would tie that character to a server or like a server, like world, whatever you want to call it in there. But once you attach it there, you can't just be like, oh, let's just go to this server. No, let's just go to server. Like, like, no, like that doesn't work like that. It's like, if you're in that server, you, that's it. You're in that server now. And because of that, like you're kind of bound to this thing. So like I told a server uh, with a friend of mine that was pretty low in terms of like the overall population initially, but obviously over time it got popular like crazy. So initially we thought this would be perfect. You know, we'll be able to get in, get out, all that stuff. But now it's like every time I log in, I'm like 1,200 something in queue. And it's not like this queue goes down within seconds. It, this queue takes a while. Like when I, when I saw like a thousand or something like that, I'm like, okay, I'll like leave it on the screen like that. And it, it had been like an hour or so before it got to around like the last 10 and I just kind of wait, waited for a bit and I finally got in. So it's like, it's kind of like, you know, you already have so much small, like precious time to be able to play games, but like the, because the queues are so long and again, like this is something they are ramping up on, they are improving. And it just tells you again, like why I think this game is just so popular, right? That's like, that's a good sign as well. But for anyone that I, I, I'm kind of giving this as a warning as well, that if you are interested in this game, either you prepare ahead of time. So if you're, if you want to play this game at like 530, or like six and you're lucky enough to you know work from home or something like that like start the game up like earlier on and just kind of do your thing and then by the time you're done or wanting to play the game it's ready or you literally just you know like you just kind of deal with this for now and just wait wait until they up the up the population numbers or whatever but that i think again like that's that's like just like one like minor gripe that i have i feel like you know that's like something that will get improved over time um the other thing is that the game does seem like it's not fully optimized so there's like, so I have a, I have a pretty good GPU, but like there's certain areas uh, that I, and I play on 1440p. There, there's some areas that like, you know, the game is running at like a hundred frames per second, if not more. Right. And I think it's, it's, I'm, I, I think I just went with the default setting, which was high or very high. I think it might've been high, but even then hundred something FPS. But then whenever you go to like towns or like, even if it's like a, a good chunk of like just humans, 
it it dips like the the it goes to like basically like between 40 to 60 and it's not like even like a consistent 40 50 or 60 it's like you know all over the place it'll be like a second where it's 90 then it goes back to like 40 like it's just crazy so like it just tells you that the game isn't fully optimized in that sense and of course like maybe they're working on that now because they probably didn't know how the population of humans would like affect this i guess i'm assuming it's because of people being in there not the the world itself because when you're exploring the world and there's not a lot of people there, then it's no issue. It's only when there's a lot of people there, right? So I'm assuming that's something that they'll probably work on and they'll tweak here and there. So that's something that I'm hoping for as well. Otherwise, like I've already put in like a good amount of chunk, a good chunk of time in this game, and I'm excited to kind of go back. And you know, I am in the in the Kantahar region or the world or whatever. So if anyone's interested in playing and wants to play with someone, you know, join that region so that we can play together. Um, but like I'm surprisingly enjoying this game quite a bit like to the point that i've put death loop aside and i'm playing this right now and obviously i'll go back to death loop but I'm, and i'm playing this game right now because this is kind of like that water cooler moment with this game right this is where everyone's talking about this game and everyone's on this game and you want to level up as quickly as possible so yeah like i think if you are even remotely interested i mean check out the gameplay first of all online just see a few reviewers at the same time the great thing is it's on steam so, I mean, I, I actually, you know what? You know what? I'll take the Steam part back because Steam has a two-hour policy where if you're playing it for two hours, you can return it. In this case, you might just be in a queue for two hours. So, you know what? I'll take that back until, you know, the queues don't go down. Um, don't do that whole thing of like buying a game, trying it for like a couple of hours and then returning it if you don't like it. So, like, don't do that right now. Just like wait until like, the queues get better. But just watch a couple of YouTube videos, watch like just people play Twitch, stuff like that. And then, you know, honestly, you'll know that I, I jumped in the open beta and I was like, okay, yeah, this is a game that I want to play, but that might be, not be the case for everyone. Right. So that's just kind of my opinion, really enjoying it. Just wanted to like bring that up because the game is just so big. <laughs> um, the other thing I want to talk about is Nintendo is for some reason still denying the existence of a 4k switch. Now this happened where Bloomberg made another report about how some companies have a dev kit for for a 4k switch and then nintendo came out being like nope this, this is like untrue um you know the only hardware we have is the oled one that's coming out and we have no plans right they're saying that so for me it's kind of like okay i would get it if it was like a random source on youtube or something like that that said this but this is bloomberg they've done their research they know things so it just comes down to like what like why does these rumors have been out for a very long time so again it's not like you know, this is just coming up for the first time. If, if there's so much rumor, you know, like they say that where, is there, where there's smoke, where there's fire, right? So if there's been so many rumors about this, we kind of know that, yeah, like they must be working on something, um, be it a Switch Pro or be it a Switch 2. Maybe they're like, you know what? We had an idea, we wanted to do a 4K Switch, but we're just going to wait for another couple of years and just release the Switch 2, right? Maybe that's what they want to do instead. But basically... Like there is something being made and I'm unsure as to why Nintendo keeps denying this because it's like it's like a company that's like fully outright just willing to lie. We're just willing to just be like, yep, no, well, that's not true. And then six months later, it's like, oh, here you go. By the way, there's a new Switch coming out. And like, I feel like we've seen them do this even with like the OLED version. I believe it was very similar, if I'm not mistaken, where it was kind of them denying that there was anything coming out or anything like that. And you know, in terms of any other hardware or whatever. And then they were like, oh, by the way, here's Switch OLED. So it's kind of like, you don't, you don't like, there's no, the fact that a company is so openly just 
just lying to consumers and then being like, oh, by the way, here, and you know, like I get it. They want to they wanna keep the sur- surprise or whatever. I would rather them just not say anything at all. The rumors come out, everything like that, that's fine. Let them, let the rumor mill go. Just leave, like, let it be. Don't come out and deny, especially if it's something that will come true in a little bit, right? It just makes you look bad. So like, I'm, I'm, I really want to switch 4K now just because like, you know, I, I try to play my Nintendo Switch on my, on my OLED screen. And it looks great, but yeah, like it's, it's, it's not the best. It's not the greatest. Like I would, I would definitely, you know, you, when you invest in a 4K OLED TV, everything like that, you would want to see it at its like full glory. So it's just crazy that a game like, you know, Mario Odyssey or even Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, like those games will look amazing in 4K. So I'm just like, why, why is this not a thing already? You know, we're in 2021 where 4K is becoming the norm. So who knows, right? But like, hopefully, hopefully they do listen to fans and people and what they want. And maybe, <laughs> maybe they will announce something pretty soon. And then, yeah, we'll revert, we'll go back to this comment and be like, well, did you say that there's nothing planned or anything like that? But, and they'll be like, oh yeah, we planned this like a week ago. We just decided a week ago that we wanted to release a 4K switch, but whatever. We're going to talk about PlayStation a, a little bit today. Uh, no, nothing like in terms of Xbox, but we'll, we'll, we will talk about PlayStation today. Um, I wanted to kind of discuss how PlayStation can possibly enter the multiplayer game. And when I mean the multiplayer game, I mean in terms of the multiplayer game having a game on your system that is multiplayer, <laughs> you know? So this kind of came to me because Xbox obviously did a great job with Halo Infinite. The beta came out. Everyone loved it. Um, I'm probably going to play the beta on, on this coming weekend. Again, like New World was coming out. I had other games to play and I kind of skipped this this last week. But this week, I'll definitely try to play it. And like, I'm, I was thinking about it. I'm like, okay, Halo Infinite is going to be big. You can already tell it's a free-to-play game, everything like that. Um, you can see PlayStation is investing in multiplayer stuff with Last of Us factions, whenever that comes out, with Guerrilla Games hiring people for a multiplayer game, with them signing on with... It, it was not Fire Sprite, but it was... It was some like Deviation Games. I forgot it was. But it was another another studio that was like ex Call of Duty, Destiny, like uh, Halo developers or Bungie developers, like the idea that they, they were really good at making first person shooting games, which probably have a multiplayer component. And they were kind of hiring them on and, or like they, they did a partnership or ha- like have committed to a partnership with them. So that kind of makes me think that I'm like, okay, I can see them that, that they're already kind of laying, uh, laying like the, the, the road to be able to kind of start building these multiplayer games for their system. But what would the best approach be at the moment? Do they kind of go back to a a franchise that they own and then they add a multiplayer component to that? So we already seen that with Last of Us, which I think will do great if especially if it's free to play. If it's not free to play, like it can't it can't be it can't be Battlefield 2042. Just in my opinion, like it can be Battlefield 2042. They can they can maybe do Last of Us Part 2 director's cut and then add it to that. And then anyone that has Last of Us Part 2 can just upgrade to that one. Or like they 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 should they should definitely release it free to play. That's just my opinion. Um, we'll see what happens. But Last of Us obviously there's something they're working on that. Um, the other thing that I was thinking about was Killzone and Resistance, right? Both of them great first person shooting games. Resistance more than Killzone in my opinion. Uh, both of them can be great multiplayer first person shooter games and can compete with something like Halo, especially if I, if it has an, a campaign like a really good campaign. And Insomniac is making it. If I mean, Insomniac is too busy right now, so I don't think they'll make it. But it could be really cool, right? And then it kind of, I started going back even further. I was like, what if they kind of go back to like SOCOM, right? SOCOM was like huge at one point. 
Then I started thinking about, wait a second, what about siphon filter? What if they did like a siphon filter thing where they're like, oh yeah, by the way, here's like a multiplayer thing. They kind of, they can use it to experiment with the game before announcing, oh, by the way, we have a single player game coming in that universe too. But here's like our version of like the multiplayer thing, right? There's so many opportunities when it comes to their own franchises. Um, knowing Sony, I feel like they, I feel like they'll just kind of leave leave those franchises be for now. I don't know why, but I feel like they'll leave them be for now and then go for something that's completely new, completely new from the ground up, and try to invest in that. But I think it'll be a missed opportunity if they don't make a Resistance multiplayer game because Resistance is just such a such a big franchise, especially you know the PS3 era. It was such a huge thing, just having that around like launch time and. I remember any one of my friends that had PS3 had Resistance, uh, Resistance Fall of Man. So, I, and I want Insonic games to just keep making games because they're just so good, right? But like, I think like, I, I, I look, I don't think that, you know, these Resistance or Killzone will be at the same level as Halo Infinite, like immediately, right? Halo Infinite has the, the history, um, has like all the, the building blocks to get to where it is now. But I think they do need to start. I, I think they need to start so that by the time we're at, ps6 or ps7 we have like a franchise that everyone knows about and they should definitely definitely even for last of us again this is i'm like i get people get mad at it. i'm pretty sure i'll get like hate messages for this they should definitely release last of us faction on both pc and playstation 5 and i know they probably won't want to release it on any other console which again it's fine that's completely understandable but they do they definitely need to release it on pc as well for a multiplayer game and have crossplay all that stuff enabled if they can right it would just go such a long way. For me, like as well, like with Battlefield, I'm going to probably buy it on my PC, but knowing that I can crossplay with my friends who have consoles is, is just amazing. And I know that the PC gaming space, especially like, you know, it's just, it just keeps growing. I know it's kind of like, it's kind of slowed down a little bit because it's so hard to find a GPU, but it's growing and growing and growing uh, to the point that, you know, like obviously I had to get a new keyboard recently. I was kind of talking about this. I got a new keyboard. I love it. My, it's like my HyperX keyboard. Um, especially because I don't want to spend like $200 or whatever that I did on my Corsair. I was like, you know what? I'm done with that. Um, but I also recently invested in a very lightweight mouse because lightweight mouses or mices, yeah, lightweight mices are like the, are the craze now when you want to play online games. If you want to play an online game, I, I think everyone will recommend that you get a super lightweight mouse. So I have a Razer Viper Ultimate. Um, I'm kind of deciding between this one and the Logitech G Pro Super Light, which is like even lighter than this one. Uh, but it doesn't look as, as nice in my opinion. So I'm like, you know what? I'll test it out. But that's beside the fact. The thing is that PC gaming is getting better and better. The the competitive esports online gaming space on, on PC is also just keeps getting bigger and bigger with more and more things being added. I just think that whatever PlayStation does, they need to make sure that they, you know, it's on PC as well. And I think if it, if it is on PC and it has The Last of Us name behind it, if it has a Killzone name behind it, if it has Resistant, if it has Uncharted somehow, if it has anything like that, it, it will it will get a lot, a lot of love and it will do well, especially if it's coming from these companies. So we can go on to talking about games I've been playing. I know I kind of went over a couple. Deathloop, I'm still playing it. I'm playing it very slowly. I do this every time a game comes out that I really, really enjoy. Uh, happy with Ratchet and Clank, Happy with Psychonauts 2. If it's a game that I enjoy, I just take my time. When I mean I take my time, I delay it as much as I can. Like I just, I just don't want the game to end. And I'm like, I'm really loving Deathloop. Deathloop is just really fun. It's just Dishonored three for me, so I'm just having such a great time. And I really hope Deathloop two comes out. Like I'm again, I'm fortunate I have an Xbox and a PC, so I know I'll be able to get it. But like I, I do, I do feel bad that 
PlayStation owners will kind of miss out on this in the future. But wow, like Arcane is just amazing. I really hope Microsoft just kind of, same as Tim Schafer, just says Arcane, whatever you want, here you go. Uh, you want a billion dollars, here you go. A billion dollars, do what you want. And like hopefully they can come up with uh, Dishonored 3 <laughs> by that time. So the other game, of course, I talked about was New World. Uh, again, really enjoying it. I'm going to keep playing it. Um, hopefully if I can get in, I really just, I just, I feel like, I feel like the only time I can play at this point is, is like the weekend and like I'll, I'll wake up super early on the weekend, start the game. So what, so what some people do is that they get, go in the game and let's say they have to go somewhere. They basically start running into the wall and you can do like an auto run into the wall and this way it doesn't, it doesn't do like the whole AFK thing and just kind of logs you out automatically. So a lot of people are doing this, which is also why the queue lines are so big is because these people don't sign out. So, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to promote that. I don't want to promote people do that. But like, if you need to, like, for whatever reason, like, you know, quickly just step out for like 10, 15, 20 minutes, something like that, you know, and you don't want to log out because, or, you know, because of all this, like, just, just do that, I guess. But like, yeah, I, I just, I just, I just want the line to get better so I can actually play the game and play the game for like a good chunk of time so I can have like a proper opinion about it. Uh, but let's see, hopefully, hopefully it's, it's just going to keep ramping up and, you know, we'll get to a point where I can actually play the game. The game that I want to talk about today, which is a little new, um, and I will recommend everyone check this game out, is Splitgate. And now I, I played this game, I actually streamed the game when it was just in like in beta form, like way back when people were just kind of talking about it. And I was like, okay, I'll try it out. And I was like, yeah, this is cool. This is a cool idea, everything like that. And obviously, like I remember at that time, I was like, hey, this is like, you know, a new Halo. And I was like, this is cool. But no one was really talking about it. No one was really into it. So I just kind of moved on. And then obviously when it came out more recently, when it was kind of like, you know, in like its proper form, all of a sudden it's become one of the biggest games like ever now, you know, everyone's playing it. So I was like, okay, they probably ironed a lot of stuff. Let me go in, let me jump in. And obviously this is with me, with my new mouse that I was like, you know what? I want to check out this new mouse. Let me try out split, split game. That's literally why I downloaded the, the game. I was like, I want to play a first person shooting game. I don't feel like playing Siege because with Siege, right? It's so precise that you play for a little bit. If you die, you have to wait, right? I'm like, no, I just want to go in and start, start shooting or something, right? I want to start, okay, that sounds so, like, <laughs> that sounds so wrong out of context. But I just want to jump in and start playing the game. And like I jumped in and it was like, first of all, obviously, like I said, lightweight mouse. Like I totally get the craze. I totally get why people love this. And second thing was, it, it actually is really, really fun. It's actually really fun. Um, I know that the first couple of games, they just kind of put you in with bots. So I know I was just kind of like wrecking everyone. And I was like, okay, these are all bots. But the over time I kept playing, I was like, okay, wow, I'm not, I, I'm actually enjoying it. And I, I do partly also give credit to the lightweight mouse. It does like help with the aim, getting the precise aim like so easily. I can literally just use my fingertips to kind of just move the entire mouse so easily. So you just get those precise movements that like you don't get with like those regular heavier mouse. And I was just enjoying my, I, I was just enjoying so much. I was like putting, you know, portals behind people and shooting them from that. I was putting portals in area where I'm like, I'm going to put a portal here and I'm going to try to shoot at this person. That person shoots me, I'm just going to jump through the portal and go to the other side. And like, you know, just like the, the, the strategy that comes out of it. And I'm really liking it. It has crossplay, which is again amazing. And it, it just became a game because I, I do want to play Halo. I'm pretty excited for Halo. And I also just want to stop in the beta, I think. Like I'm like, you know what? Like, cause it keep doing the beta because the game is coming out a little bit late. It's coming out like around December. But I'm also like, I don't want to play the beta anymore because I'm in. I'm you I'm sold. Like this, I have Game Pass, everything like that. I'm down to play this game. But until then, obviously, we have we were supposed to have Battlefield this year, which this month, which got pushed. And then we have Back for Blood, but that's not like the type of shooter that I want. Uh, right now, I'm going to play it, of course, but like not the type of shooter I'm trying to like talk about. Um, and of course, we have Call of Duty coming out next next month as well. So I'm like, okay, 
until then I need something. And then split gate is just that perfect buffer, or at least I thought it was a buffer because I'm just enjoying this game so much at this point that I honestly just, I just keep coming back. And there's so many times I mean, I can't get into new world. I'm like, you know what? Let me just go jump in to split gate and like play a couple of rounds. But it's, I'm, I'm just going to say like, if you haven't checked it out, it's free to play. It's really fun. If you can play it on PC, because I, I have tried it on the PlayStation. And like, again, like I've, I've always played first person shooting games on my console. So it's not like, you know, I'm, I'm not good at those. Like I've, I've played on my console all the time, but definitely for some, for a game like Splitgate, where you need to be very precise in terms of, you know, um, making sure you put like the, your, your, your portals in the right area, you're moving through stuff quickly, quickly and stuff like that. At least just for me, maybe again, this is probably because I just bought a new keyboard. I just bought a new mice on new mouse and you know i'm just kind of like you know all like okay i'm all about pc gaming right now but like i i will that's just my opinion but like anywhere you can play it check it out you'll have a really great time and i'll definitely kind of keep talking i'll definitely talk about new world again next week because i definitely want to keep playing it um if i can get it <laughs> so thank you so much everyone for joining um please email me at amandamangames at gmail.com that's amandamangames at gmail.com uh the links and the email will be in the description if you want to play any games, any if you want to just mess with me in Deathloop, if you want to play Splitgate with me, if you want to join my faction in my world, in New World, and go on Rage or whatever, message me. Message me, email me, and I'll, I'll give you my, my information so we can start playing these games together and, and have, have a good time. Thank you so much, everyone, and I'll see you next time. Bye.